this guy says who's putting it together, I want to see 40, 50, 60 year olds break world records because performance medicine is uh, uh, the rod of performance medicine. Yes. I love it. I like performance it. medicine. That's a great term. Change the, hey, if there's one thing we should have learned from all the bullshit over the last three years is control the narrative. Yeah. Yep. Performance medicine. Start using the right words. Performance medicine. medicine? That is going in my lingo today. <laughs> Performance medicine. Performance medicine. That Performance is medicine. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be the, that's the title to your drugs medicine. for clients now. Performance medicine Performance information. Medicine. <laughs> that's Performance the title of this episode. Love it. Hey everybody, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding. Of course, Scott, the producer McNally, Dusty Hanshaw, myself, Ron Partlow. And uh, we're hammering a whole bunch of questions today, aren't we? We have a lead topic, yes. Scott. A lot of questions. Remember, yeah. Remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. Ring the bell. Okay. And remember, I am mutant.com. Dusty20, Big Ron20 for 20% off. Hit the site, use the code, show them how much you watch the show. And of course, think big bodybuilding media, Patreon, keep a producer homed. And the show's coming. Okay, on to the good stuff. What is going on, Scott? What do you have to start with today? We're jumping right in. Thank you for everybody who's watching Patreon and YouTube. You guys have loaded us up with even more questions. So we have enough that we're doing a second show for the week. And if you guys want to take part in the next show, then definitely comment because that that, uh, ensures that we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. So this is from Patreon. Uh, Can you guys talk about this Australian that wants to start the enhanced games which is basically the olympics without testing there's an article on the guardian which she then sent us a link and i will just take a screen cap of this and uh kind of share it with you guys so the whole thing is basically that it's going to be uh olympics all the all the olympic games without uh without any testing basically um so and he has a photo of six enhanced runners. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. the 1988 Olympics, right? So, yeah, six enhanced runners, including oh, yeah. Ben Johnson. Oh, I'm Canadian. I know that photo. <laughs> that is Ben Johnson pulling away from every other, every other person enhanced. on the planet. Thanks and then he throw, then he's so far ahead that he throws his hand up over his head for the last 10 yards. Like, <laughs> like a real, a real flex. Yeah. Like, just puts his hand up in the air for the last 10 strides and just smokes everyone. Yeah. I love that moment. So there's people that are apparently appalled by this concept. Um, this uh, Olympic gold medalist, um, Anna Mears. Yeah. She says, is appalled by the concept. It's a joke to be honest, unfair oh. and unsafe. Oh. I just don't think that this is the right way to go about the sport, she said. How would it be uh, unfair what she think of- if you're all allowed? Yeah. This is her. You can picture her uh, voice. People. You can picture her voice as she's saying that. I can picture her haircut, and I oh called it. Oh, my gosh. gosh. I knew it. <laughs> I, I called it. I called it. <laughs> Yes. Listen, I yeah. knew her haircut when I read the words, so that's a pretty simple situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, you know what? I still can't believe we do. You know what? I can't. A, I still like. Sometimes I sit in my car 
and I look at my phone, and like a really good UFC clip comes up. Yeah. And I just think, I can't believe we're allowed to do this. Like pound each other in the face? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Skin cage. Just smash each other in the face with your shins and your elbows. And it's okay. There's like, it just, you know, but then, like, this woman, like, oh my goodness. Track and field people taking steroids. Oh my goodness. What sort of. Imagine you know, what like, happened to their shoes when they run so fast. <laughs> I just, the things we pick and choose to be upset about, right? That's my point. The, the things we sort of. The things we don't get up in arms about. It's like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if like if it it says here too, if you participate, you're going to get stock in the league and be a co-owner. And that is really important to us because that is going to be an opportunity for athletes to generate wealth. Um, and, And also, though, it's added the IOC has committed itself to vilifying enhanced athletes. Sorry, this text is kind of covered up by uh, an ad here. Um, Only to have their medals revoked, um, their careers suspended, their names dragged through the mud. Yeah, they're just saying that, you know, overall, the idea of being enhanced is, uh, it's a moral thing, I think, to a lot of people. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 definitely. Cheaters. Yeah. It's all dumb anyways. Like... At the end of the day, let's be straight. First up, I think most people need to understand that outside of those few Olympians who are the chosen ones who are on Wheaties boxes, these people don't make any money. Like, yeah. they're doing all this for nothing. So I'm sorry, but the moment this guy's like, oh, and by the way, you can make some money. Yeah. All right, that's a first step. Second one, you, you don't need to continue to figure out how to beat these drug tests because God knows you're still using them. Now you're just trying to figure. Now you don't have to figure out how to beat them. Take them right to the end. That's yeah. perfect. You know, well, just like imagine if you're like Scott. Like they're already doing it. So what's the difference? I I I mean, I would tune in if someone said, "Okay, here's." I'm just let me set this up for you. Let's say you get ten guys that are in the top thirty of the world in track and field. Yeah. Right. Say you get ten of them. Let's say decathletes, right? Because they're doing all 12 events. So let's say you get 10 guys out of the top 30 decathletes. These are guys that you would never, ever hear about because the, 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 you know, the 20 to 30 guys at the Olympics don't get any recognition whatsoever. No, of course They're never going to medal. But just think of how close all of them are, right? Olympic athletes are all like within a second or two of each other on every single event. Yeah. So, so they're still really great, right? Yeah. So imagine if you say, okay, we're going to have an event, we're going to televise it, and we're going to take 10 of these guys. There's 10 that have signed up. 10 guys came and signed up because they said, ah, screw the Olympics. I'm never going to win anything. And they came and signed up, WBF style, like in the early 90s. Those (laughs) bodybuilders went over to get that paycheck, right? And then they said, we're going to have a decathlete that's not drug tested. We're going to televise it. I would watch that. Hmm. Yeah. I would watch that. I'd want to see what's going to happen. Like... How much better are their times? And then they even put their times up. His last Olympic time was this. Tonight, this. <laughs> yeah. And his cycle right next to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sponsored. if you told me. He's got, he's got like a labs shirt. Yeah, exactly. You know, like <laughs> right? If you told me, if you're like, I don't watch the Olympics personally. Like, I don't watch any of it. But yeah. 
if you were to tell me, Ron, like we're going to take 10 of the best guys in the world. Untested 100-meter sprint. And we're just going to juice them to the gills and see what they can do. I would freaking tune in for that. I would tune in for that. Oh, There's yeah. no question, you know. You already you already did, Scott, because I know you were watching baseball when McGuire and Bonds <laughs> were knocking the shit out of it. And he hits one high. He hits one deep. McCovey calls. You already Everybody tuned in was. for that, and so yeah. did everyone else. <laughs> right. The only <laughs> period of baseball I ever watched <laughs> was the was, steroid part. Was the steroid, steroid part. <laughs> right? <laughs> was the only, the only part of baseball, I, the only time I knew a single player's name. The only time I tuned into the sports highlights and hoped the baseball hadn't already been on. Like, oh, yeah. I wonder what happened. Yeah. I wonder if Bonds cranked another one. I'm under Bond. You know, I wonder if if McGuire and Sosa both hit dingers tonight. And I yeah. like even used the lingo a little bit. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were getting into it. You were see. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So we already we already know because baseball is not as popular as it used to be because no. they took the drugs out. Come on yeah. now. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's like going to I a know. good party and taking the drugs out. Wait a minute. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> So they're saying, too, they're saying that uh, WADA, USDA, and the Sporting Integrity of Australia, that they have actually funded anti, like they're anti-science authorities um, whose job is to stop scientific progress. They're saying that, like, that this has gotten, these people are getting in the way of anti-aging because they're talking about, like, the, the, this guy says who's putting it together, I want to see 40, 50, 60-year-olds break world records because performance medicine is uh, uh, the rod of performance anti-aging. Medicine. Yes. I love it. I like performance it. medicine. That's a great term. Change the, hey, if there's one thing we should have learned from all the bullshit over the last three years is control the narrative. Yeah. Yep. Performance medicine. Start using the right words. Performance medicine. medicine? That is going in my lingo today. <laughs> Performance medicine. That Performance is medicine. awesome. <laughs> I yeah. That's going to be the, that's the title to your drugs things. for clients now. Performance medicine Performance information. Medicine. That's Performance the title of this episode. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. It's a title of this episode. <laughs> That's I what the that pot people did, right? To get everything legalized, they controlled yeah. the narrative. Yeah. Right? Yep. They, you know, this we, we would really want people to have access to medicine, right? We want patients mm-hmm. to have access to their medicine to help with their, you know, pain and symptoms, right? They controlled the narrative. When you're and dieting into a show works. and you're not quite hard when enough, you need a little more a show, medicine. You, you know? need some performance yeah. medicine, yeah. you know, to help maintain my, my metabolic state to yeah. help with my performance. Metabolic health. Metabolic health. Health. Metabolic yeah. health. I like this. I like where you guys are going. This, was this is the how it's done. Control the words. Yeah. It's mm. epic. You will say my words. Sorry. I got off on a tangent. <laughs> All right. Hey, Last what do we do? What, what do we do when someone tells us to say their words, Scott? What do we, we hold, do? You have something you can hold up? Can't you hold something up right now? <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple things. I got a couple things I can hold yeah. up. YouTube wouldn't be very happy about it. Hold up, but yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> when someone tells us to say their words. We hold up our. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, I, I came this close too today to creating an audio clip of the desk pop thing. That would have been a perfect spot for it. Yes, I'll do it. I'll do it we for the next that. episode. We need for the next that. episode. We'll have a clip. Okay. Yeah, we'll okay. Have a that way, a little sideways. Yeah, yeah, it okay. always does. 
Okay. I didn't expect anything okay. less from you guys. No, 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 no. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Performers, I don't know where I am. Mostly. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So, quest for the next episode. Guy is 39. He's gotten back into lifting for the last four to five years and took nearly 10 years off of regular lifting before that. Started when he was 15 and in high school in early 20s, I would do some leg work, but I always hated it and it wasn't important to me. Now it's my favorite thing to do. I can't do barbell squats or deadlifts, so hacks and leg presses are my bread and butter. Although I put on 30 pounds, oh man, I didn't click the read more button. I put on 35, oh 30 pounds in the last 45 years of training consistently. I realize I can't quite do the things. We're going to have to finish this question for him because I don't have it. You apparently. guys. I Here's the problem. I'm blaming Jonathan because he wrote too much and I had to hit the re- read more button. It's a lot to ask of us to read that long. So <laughs> what's his issue here? He needs to grow his legs. Is that what he's saying? But he can't he can only do those two exercises. <laughs> How dare ask. you want us to read your whole question? What do you think we are? <laughs> oh, episode, that's guys. terrible. Saturday episode. Oh, guys. man. Okay, I got it right worst. here. I oh, got you, it right oh, here. Thank Thanks. you. There thank it is. You. Although I've put on 30 pounds in the last three to four years, um, I realize I can't quite do the things you guys talk about. Um, but I'm as strong as I've ever been by a good bit in the hacks and leg presses. And I'm doing, you know, sets of six to 12 and progressing volume and weight in a slow and steady process, which has been working. I need to know alternate methods to get my legs to grow hmm. via rep schemes and intensifiers. Oh, and he also got a kidney transplant in 2020. So his, Damn, protein intake, his protein intake has to be regulated, and it's quite low. It's like 120 grams a day. Hmm. So he hmm. is on TRT with his doctor and everything. So there's a lot of things going on here. So he's, he's on TRT, so that... At least we know that he's like supported with good medicine. Supported that way. It's not going to be any performance performance medicine medicine deficit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Good, right? So, uh, yeah, I'm glad we're all totally on board. Yeah, it's good. Um, So, so, uh, but he's he's got the kidney transplant. So, uh, um, I mean, that's good news. Uh, So, he's trying to figure out ways to get his legs to grow basically is the the brunt of it um well the movements you know, you're doing are fine so that's the first yeah. thing you don't you don't need to worry about too much beyond that um i'm assuming based on the two things he said he couldn't do this is a low back situation because he didn't actually say why he couldn't do them yeah yeah so yeah. i so i do have to throw in uh, Bulgarian split squats are the mm. nightmare that people like to ignore. Hmm. And I uh. think done heavy, I hate Bulgarians more than I hate heavy hack squats. I you know hate what? Them. I will admit I haven't done them in a while. Oh, and just I'm sorry. saying that, Braden. I have to do them all. <laughs> Yeah, tomorrow. I, that's why I just apologize. I'm like, oh boy, yeah, yeah. Be pissed you just us. triggered me. You just triggered me, Dusty. You made me see the faults in myself. Uh, yeah, that that is a nasty movement. And if I can throw in a John Meadows special, it is uh, yeah. Grab four four dumbbells. Say mm-hmm. like uh, 30, 50, 70, and ninety. Oh, no, I have and to do your thirties first stop. for fifteen. Then do your 50s for 15, 
then your 70s for 15. Then when you get your 80s after your full break, you do it to fail and then do the other ones on the way down. Terrible. So it'd be like yeah, build, 90, build up over fail, three sets 70, fail, 50, fail, 30, die. And like, then bro. you do the other leg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the best the part. part. So that's I, the part. When, with a training partner, I used to always do my like right leg on the ground first, and then he would do his, and then we'd go back. Because you need like two minutes plus, for me, 17, before you could do the other one. Yeah, I like that. that's a nasty. Yeah. Oh, thank you, John. I, I remember I the first time I did it, and then he was like, you know what makes it even more fun? If you do a two-count pause at the top, like three-quarters of the way up, and then a two-count pause at the bottom as well, it yeah. makes it more fun. I'm like, the way you use the word fun, John, is is interesting. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are great. Yeah. I like that. So, what I, else can we add for him for the for the movements he's doing? Well, he's training in the six to twelve rep range. So, yeah. right off the bat, um, there's a lot of fun to be had in the twenty rep range for quads. Oh yeah, raise those reps up. Um, you know, especially if you're an older guy, you know, uh, raise those reps up. So, don't be afraid to do that. You know, do some. You know, do some volume work on the leg press once in a while. Like four sets of 20. Make them all hard. Like yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. some rough shit you can do if you just open your mind a bit, you know, to to rep ranges and, you know, finding out how much damage you can do with one piece of equipment is kind of fun sometimes. I agree. I like you foot know. positioning on the leg press. Yeah. Like I like to bring my do. feet real down like down low to where i intentionally let the calves you know the the, the ankle give oh, you and then sink it in like yeah. a sissy squat hmm. like something like yeah. that now those i do higher reps because i do feel a little stress on the achilles so like That's i don't go any thing. more than like eight plates aside on those but then like really <laughs> let them sink in which translates to like two plates to you at home you know? <laughs> yeah 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 my achilles yeah. are different yeah. But there's um, like a thousand like, guys tear their Achilles this week doing yeah. Dusty's leg press. I did eight plates like Dusty said. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it came out, I'm like, should have just left that one alone. Damn yeah. it. Um, so many torn but, Achilles that it's on the news. You're like a rash of torn Achilles. It's really, really puzzled you know, <laughs> hospital emergency workers. Yeah. yeah. But you know what they would lean into? They need more performance, performance medicine. medicine. The growth hormone yeah. sales would go through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I hurt it's my back. So I hurt my lower back really, really bad, like really bad to the point where I had to go to the hospital. And for about a year, this is this was like 2005. And for like a year after that, I I honestly I stopped training for a while because I like I couldn't train legs at all. And eventually, I had to learn like, okay, well, maybe I'm going to be one of those guys that just doesn't train legs and whatever. I still like going to the gym. And eventually, I changed my mind on that and I figured stuff out. But before I got back into squatting. I did what you guys are talking about. Like, I like what, how'd you put it, Ron? Like, really get creative with a machine and figure out what you can do with it. And things mm -hmm. like, like imagine like a like a two second dead stop pause in the hole, you know, on the leg press, oh, yeah. right? Love and then it. drive up hard, and then like a four second Keep or a attention. three second negative, you know? Yeah, no pause at the top. Okay, so let me let me yeah. paint a picture for him. All right. So we're going to start in the bottom. Imagine the bottom is the beginning of the rep. Don't imagine the top. We're not going to lock out at the top at all. So you start at the bottom. You're going to have a two-second pause. And when I say two seconds, this is two full seconds, meaning 
one, 1,000, two, 1,000. And when you're about to say three, that's the end of the second second. So one, yes. 1,000, two, 1,000, two, drive. 1, and then drive. And drive yes. up aggressively. When you get to the top, what I've always said is when I was in um, high school, I took an auto shop class. And we had a like a little diagram thing of a piston. And when you'd show how the piston worked, the, the teacher would turn a crank and the piston would go up. And when it reached the top, it didn't just stop. There was no point of stopping there. It immediately, no. without hesitation, began the negative, it began coming back down. So think of it that way. You just go up and when you hit the top, you immediately go back down. But we're going to slow that negative down to one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand bottom. And then when you get to the bottom, you count that one, one thousand, two, one thousand drive. And I guarantee you, man, you're going to tear your legs up with that one in a good way. And you don't need a lot of weight to do it either, you know? No, no. That's an excellent description. Thank you. Excellent thing to put out there. That was great for a lot of people. I hope that people use it. And if they do, like, tell me, you know, I'd be be curious. That's the way I try to describe that one. But I freaking love it, you know? And you could do, like you said, Ron, you could get, like, so creative and think of, so you do that this time. What are you going to do next time? You know, it's the same -hmm. same machine, but you can use it in so many different ways, you know? Yeah. I'm glad you listed out the second, by the way, because I'll tell people a two count sometimes. Yeah. And then they'll watch me do it. They're like, that wasn't two seconds. I'm like, no, no, no. Two count is like one, two. two. Yeah, yeah, just as you would say it. And second is very key because, you know, a three count negative is not slow. A no. three second negative is like not brutal. Moving. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, brutal. <laughs> that is such a long time. And like you said, and you never locked out. So it's like you, you skimmed to the top of the rep and came yeah. down. That's brutal. And if you need to pause, it. you can pause as long as you want in the bottom. Go ahead. Take a break. You can pause in the bottom, but don't pause at the top. Then you're stuck. At all. <laughs> I, I like that we're currently writing Ron's training for tomorrow. That's really yeah. fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really upset about this. It's getting worse. <laughs> Ron's not going to walk after the end of this question being answered. <laughs> Don't forget your medicine before the leg day tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I take my medicine Saturday, so I'm all right. Good, good. Okay, okay, okay. There you go. I like all that right. one. Uh, questions for the next episode. Um, I have four pairs of the same shorts and four pairs of the same Love gym shirt that I wear to the gym. Almost, um, almost like my gym outfit. Um, I, uh, I like consistency and the way that they feel. If I train at your gym, would you think I am a psycho? Do you think others know I have multiple pairs or think I am wearing the same shirt? Shorts every day. P.S. I am not changing my ways, no matter the answer. Oh, I love this amazing. person. Number one, this is this is, my, this is my new best friend. So there are a small handful of people that could wear the exact same thing to the gym every day, and I would think, oh, that's just a, that's just how that dude operates, right? One yeah, yeah, is Mark yeah. Zuckerberg. Okay, right. Mark Zuckerberg could show up at the yeah, gym every day in a blue sleeps t-shirt in that outfit. and black shorts, <laughs> yeah. and I'd be like, "That's just that guy's fine." Um, Lex, Lex, the podcast guy, if right. if he came in with black t-shirt on and black sweatpants every day, I'd be like, "That's Lex, man. He's a genius. Look at that genius at work." Yeah. Anybody yeah. else? Anybody else does that? I think. 
what is wrong with this person? They're wearing the same clothing every day. Don't they realize that they look <laughs> crazy? <laughs> it's like his uniform, right? though. I, 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 <laughs> he has to well, put on his uniform so, before he goes to work. Here's a question. Is he wearing a plain white T-shirt? I hope or so. is he wearing like, you know, I don't know, some random like shirt that actually has an image on it? Like he has you know, four Nirvana shirts. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, if you're wearing the same <laughs> like if you're wearing that Masters of the Universe t-shirt that Scott has on right now, if you're yeah. wearing that every day in the gym, I do not think you have more than one of those. I think you are Man. disgusting and need to shower and wash your clothes. <laughs> Right, but what if he so doesn't? There's a stink? difference. Hmm. There's still, I'd be like, oh man, I don't know how he's pulling it off. Yeah, <laughs> but so, but he's definitely not washing it. If <laughs> even if he's washing it every night, I would then think that's weird. He's washing it every single night. Yeah, it's it'd crazy. wear out real fast that way too. You know, right? But his right. never do because it's for years. Yeah, no, last four times as long. Oh, this is great. <laughs> I wonder what detergent he uses. Anyways, um, <laughs> this is so great because I just Amazing. I see this guy walk in because you also name him immediately. Now you name everyone at the gym. Ron can't get out on this well, one because people a smelly listen. guy. Yeah, but I yeah. I name like we name like everyone at the gym. I'm like red haired running lady, and everyone's like, oh yeah, her. Oh yeah, I know, you know. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Sir hugs a lot. That's the wonder. guy that hugs every girl in the gym. Oh, God. Just walks around hugging everyone. I'm like, there's Sir hugs a lot. At it again. I knew that guy. He was at my gym, too. Sir hugs a lot. He was nuts, too, man. He was nuts. He got <laughs> Have a, you ever wondered what? Sir hugs a lot at my gym. He got a job there part time. And uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> was he hugging people at work? <laughs> he, he gave this woman a tour. He got fired. He gave this woman a tour. And uh, she looked around the gym, and after that, he's like, well, listen, how about you give me your number? I'm going to send you something a little... <laughs> oh, God, this is great. We've... He's like, I'm going to send you something a little later today, and you can tell me what you think about it. So she gives her her number, and then he sent her a dick pic later. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what did she think? <laughs> she thought she wanted to call the gym and let them know what he was doing, you know, on company time. So, yeah. Well, awesome. did they ask to see the evidence? Be like, I well, don't think to so. see this evidence. There were multiple situations with him. And I remember when my girlfriend met him, she was like, he talks to me like I'm a small child. He was the guy who was like, oh, hi. How are you doing today? You know, oh, but he when he talked to women, it would be kind of like that kind of. Th it was yeah, he was oh. a he was an interesting guy. Hugs a lot though. Hugs oh, a lot. Wow. wow, sir, hugs a lot. That's, That's amazing. Really great. That's really great. Do you ever wonder what you've been called by gym members? I, I could create a lot of names for myself. I've heard some of the names. <laughs> Chemical Factory comes to mind when I was getting ready for shows. Yeah, nice. there's a couple of people oh, who are like. Okay. That guy takes more gear than because they, you know, I got in better shape than anybody else that was like average gym people. Like he's got to yeah, be yeah, taking yeah. all the steroids. So yeah, you're one of factory. the guys at the gym that got like peeled. You're one of the peeled guys at that gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Chemical factory. I like that. That's fucking. It's pretty good. Chemical yeah. factory. Medicine factory. <laughs> Medicine factory. Medicine factory. The, uh, yeah. Change the narrative. So so yeah. So muscle muscle factory used to be called Bovey's gym. 
this is before I was into bodybuilding, but that was in the late nineties. Yeah. And, uh, my buddy who trained there all the time, he used to say, he goes, man, that gym, you just look across the gym and it was just chemical warfare everywhere because <laughs> <laughs> he's like everyone in the gym was on a ton of shit <laughs> that's good oh man yeah. I, sorry for not for, for derailing your question again sir this is what we do i think that was my <laughs> fault that was my fault maybe but it was so worth it like that could yeah. be the lead of the episode like it doesn't <laughs> i'll send you a little something later <laughs> <laughs> he had some other ones i can't repeat on the show oh that's yeah. great um, I thought this would be a really good follow up. Do you guys do any neck training, or does it have any? Uh, add, does it add to your physique on stage? I've been training my neck two times a week for the last two months and put on some decent size. Don't do it. Um, I never trained my neck directly. I did a lot of barbell shrugs in the early days, and I always tell people, like, I had big traps right away. I was kind of like a big trap guy. Like, everyone was like, oh, man, your neck's huge. Like, when I was in grade 12, and I already had a big neck, and, and I did a lot of shrugs, and then I did a lot of barbell rows and stuff like that. So I directly trained my traps for a good portion of my life. And then it was, like, kind of halfway through my bodybuilding career, I started having, like, neck issues that I'm, you know, currently still kind of dealing with. But I started thinking shrugs weren't good for my neck. And I sort of just stopped doing them because I just didn't feel like comfortable. Sometimes I'd do them and they'd hurt. So I just stopped doing shrugs. Right. But I had big traps when I was big because I would like, you know, load them and train them. And I know that like I'd go s stretches without doing any shrugs. And then maybe I'd be getting ready for a show and I'd be like, I'm going to do some shrugs. And I felt like I squared out right away. Like within a few mm -hmm. weeks of adding in some shrugs, my traps like had a square corner on them. And I'm like, oh, there they are. Like just, you know, plus I was getting leaner. So it all kind of, you know, you never know if it's in your head or not. Right. But mm -hmm. um, I always felt like, you know, they looked a little, you know, a little better when I trained them. But yeah, they were, I did a lot of shrugs, but no neck training. Dusty, you're all neck. Like you've got a thick neck. One of the thickest necks out of people I know. Like if you were a dog, you'd probably be like a, uh, either a pit bull or a Rottweiler, one of the two. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think I'd be a Yorkie. But anyways, um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I just don't recommend neck training because if you're ever going to need to buy a dress shirt, it's a real conundrum. Because the average store does not have necks bigger than like seventeen and a half. No, and that's a real problem. So. There's my advice. No, but I don't think having a big neck is not going to help you on stage. So like Ron said, train your traps. Um, I think the neck gets involved in almost everything that that you're holding a bar and straining. You know, so I'm not someone who thinks you need to directly be attacking it. And my non-educated side uh, of my next comment is I do feel like it could be dangerous to do something wrong moving your neck. I just feel like there's not a lot there <clears throat> in your spine. Some of the things I see in the gym with guys when they're like pushing it, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know enough about it, but it just seems risk to reward. You're on the losing end with the neck. Cause I've never said to someone like, man, that show was close, but you're, you, you won with your <laughs> neck thickness. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I know exactly cents. what you mean. <laughs> you guys must both uh, have to buy uh, custom made dress shirts because yes my neck doesn't fit into a standard shirt and you guys are both bigger than i am yeah i still have a relatively big neck like i can't remember what it's measured at but 
it's still like when I last time I had a suit made and some shirts made, you yeah. know, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 big neck, you know, like he made a comment, you know, so yeah. it's still not normal, especially I want to do up the top button, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're wearing a tie, it's out of the question. Yeah, yeah, it's out of the question. You have to have one of the the tailor made shirts on. Yeah, I've got a few that I that aren't tailor made, but I don't wear ties with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> important. Another important question here from Jason on the Patreon. I'd love to hear the guys from It's Just Bodybuilding, specifically Dusty, take a moment to express all the appreciation for the scenery that CrossFit girls bring to the gym. Damn, they're impressive. <laughs> Specifically, Dusty. I agree. On this one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because I, I actually, because I, I don't know where it was, but I talked about that. It's either oh. the show or somewhere. Yeah. I just, there's something, I think what I enjoy now is that uh, women being powerful is the thing now, like being strong versus like when yeah, I cool. was a kid, it was to be skinny. Like before I got into training, but skinny was the goal of women. And I think if you ask, if you tell the average woman in the gym that she's skinny, she will be offended, you know? So I, I love the idea of, I hate this word, but I was going to say functional strength, but just strength. I just like the idea that you can actually do something and your body tells me that like you are strong, you know? Yeah. 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 So when he says CrossFit girls, I think he's meaning like that look, like they wear the short shorts yeah. and not high socks. Oh yeah. And they got round butts. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. they're working out hard. Abs. And yeah. you know, yeah, some of them have to get some abs in, in the mix, you know, and they're doing, yeah. you know, power cleans on the platform and you know, that sort of thing. And I like to know that if I'm girl. if I get in an argument with a girl and it gets heated that I might need a weapon. That's quick. Yeah. As that Joe Rogan clip where he's like, I like a girl that can help me move a couch. Yeah. <laughs> sturdy. A sturdy woman. <laughs> I think that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fantastic. And yeah. I agree a hundred percent. I'm not calling a friend to move a couch. You're in on this. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, is this is a question for you guys or the Blood, Sweat, and Gear crew. We got it here. Uh, from all the years and clients you have coached, what is the wildest growth from a client that you all have seen? Like a client who has put on 30 pounds in a year or something crazy with, uh, you know, comparable condition. Man, we have, there's a, a I mean, I could pop off multiple, I mean, I know we wouldn't use names, but I got like three names that Ron did on his own that, that are in my head. Hmm. Um, but I would say for me, my most impressive um, have been athletes in other sports that switched into bodybuilding oh. and were genetically gifted athletes. But yeah. the moment we started training and eating, that fast twitch fiber just went everywhere. And you, you just, I mean, literally, I mean, some of them would put on weight. Like I had one guy years ago that he was putting on size quick enough that I had to verify he didn't go on a cycle without asking. Really? That's wild. Right. Because it was like, yeah. you know, you're, you're like five pounds up in a month. You're like, that's cool. We got started. And then the next month again, and on the third month, like, hey, 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 like, it's fine, but I should be like, we should be talking about it. He's like, I'm not taking anything. That's a like, great so compliment, is, though. You know, yeah. Coach asks well, that, you it is. on gear. 
you know because it was it was it's so drastic but i ha- i had to point out like had nothing to do with me it was just someone who executed the plan flawlessly and had the genetics to just explode yeah. you know this is also typical with those people though is the the one thing i would add in is they were people who also knew how to work so yeah. when you would ask them yeah. to take a set to failure they knew what that meant which yeah. is the missing link in my opinion to online training is is getting people to execute a set the way that they would if you were standing there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Getting to do it consistently every time they they go into the gym, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I I would say just to kind of maybe I was sort of thinking of a person I could name as an example because I don't know who would be the I can't remember who would be the the number one, but um I got a real good friend uh Riley Jansen from Edmonton. Um I helped him for his first show in, I believe, 2011. And I think he was 189, like sucked right down on stage. Mm -hmm. And he won his class. He won the overall. He won the overall because he was like good and ripped. And that was 2011, I believe. And in 2016, he turned pro at 230. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> that's ripped at 230 ripped like sh- strided glutes hard as nails sean ray was the mc and sean ray pulled like actually stopped him on stage he goes you look really good that's cool and that's right. like, a genuine like you know so he was in shape like it was legit really great condition 230 and uh but that guy just was like a robot he worked his ass off you know he was he's got the talent for putting on some muscle and he, you know he he really managed it well, and yeah, he made it made it happen. But that was like a five year time period. That's that's absurd. He might have been one ninety something, but that first show he was like pretty light. But then two thirty, legit, yeah, the day of the show. Forty true stage weight pounds in five years. Yeah, forty true stage weight pounds in five years. Yeah, that's incredible. I've got yeah. one here. <clears throat> I thought of somebody who listens to the shows, uh, Bill is his name and i i think i showed these pictures on um drugs and stuff before and this is where he was when he started with me at about 200 pounds and then this was under a year this was at uh it was like 280 something like that 285 something something along those lines yeah he he like the legs alone he made just oh, incredible. Man. I mean, just really everything. But like the legs alone, he made. And here's the thing, man, is that he was a he's a really hard trainer. Like this guy has crazy intensity. Somebody that you don't have to worry about literally going to the brink in every single workout. Like Dusty, you would be proud right. of him if you saw him right. train. You know, he made incredible progress, and it was it, but it was like ballpark, like eighty pounds in, and he did a lot of that, like sixty pounds in a matter of a pretty short period of time like you know 16 20 weeks or something and then just held it there very unique <laughs> the way he worked <clears throat> but yeah Man. what's our right. finisher scott because you're on a timeline here you gotta, oh, we needed you gotta come out with the already. finisher man we had so many him. good questions like just so many good questions um i don't even know what this is i'm just gonna grab it because i see something uh, about john meadows um, topic idea, just storytelling from the old school days. I'm sure Ron has stories from Australia. He hasn't told 
dusty old Jose stories. Scott, I'm sure you have cool Shelby, John Meadows, or could uh, recount cool old stories from a guest. Um, yes, I'm old, and I want to relive the glory days. So I think that's I love a, it. This is a great. That was a good a good find then for a finisher. Yes, I one think of, so. One of you guys or both of you guys have to come <clears throat> up with a good story for us. A good right, well, story. I have an easy one that entered my mind already. Um, okay. That that is uh, this is a Jose story. It's actually before me, um, but uh, but I was so obviously I've been good friends with Jose, Guy, Sister Nino, all those guys for for years, and. Um, so Guy went to do, I'm going to say the USA's, we could have been nationals, but uh, in the same class as Jose one year. And he looked nuts, came in nuts. Um, and after the show, uh, Guy took second, Jose won. And the guy was, you know, I mean, Guy is the most competitive human on the planet. I Trust me, he poses alone in his room and he's mad at himself for losing to himself from yesterday. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and uh, I guess after the after the show, he was, you know, just he was disappointed that he didn't win. And Jose went over and he said, hey, man, like, don't worry about it. I mean, you lost to, to me. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that that's such a just a classic moment because that is those two for 15 years after that. You know what I mean? I mean like lost to me. <laughs> I can see Jose I can, even I can just, pointing at himself. I could see it come out like I mean obviously you weren't going to be me yeah. so you won <laughs> he is so sarcastic oh it's Jose's, so beautiful one of my favorite things about jose is he's not afraid of standing on a chair no what do you mean <laughs> i've seen there's so i met jose when he was standing on a chair i was in Literally. a toronto nightclub and it was like a, a after show party right the toronto show had happened and it was like an after show party and i hadn't met jose yet this was years ago <laughs> And I'm standing with this group of people in this like VIP section, you know, they're trying to get it. Oh, everybody in the VIP section, you know, this is okay. the section we, re we have for you guys. And, and we're sort of all standing in there awkwardly. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And then I look and Jose's standing on a chair. He's right next to me. So he's kind of up above me. Yeah. And he leans over. He goes, Ron Potlow. And he starts talking to me like, and I can't really hear him. And he's drinking. And he had a white tank top on and he hadn't shaved anything for months. So he was like really hairy. <laughs> And uh, he was drinking. He had a drink. And I could tell he was, he was like, had been drinking, right? He's like having fun, right? Yeah. And he's like, uh, wow, well, we haven't met yet. And he's talking to me and he's got the thick Boston accent. And, and uh, that's just how I met Jose. And then he was telling me, there's two things I like, bodybuilding and tequila. <laughs> and I remember he was telling me like, you know, there's tequila season and then there's contest season. And I just remember, like, you were in tequila season at that point. Yeah, season, yeah. yeah, that's great. And then I was at a show. I think it might have been the the Arnold, and everyone was cheering and yelling at one point. And I looked, and Jose was standing on his chair, and he was cheering and yelling. And I was like, "Oh, Jose is like a chair stander." And then I was at the Toronto Pro, just this He's past Toronto Pro. Stander. Pro and Jose was there, and there was another point in time when their the pro show was on, and they you know were announcing like Mustafa and Ian were top two. Yeah, and I look and and Jose's standing on his chair, screaming his head off. 
Because <laughs> we're kind of in the back. And he's down that chair screaming his head off, cheering and yelling. And I'm like, Jose just ain't afraid of, of doing some chair standing. That's amazing. <laughs> I love you know? that Scott did not catch that that was a literal. Yeah, I didn't know what it I didn't know what you meant. He's not afraid to stand on a chair. It's a literal repeated <laughs> oh, yeah. thing. Huh. Yeah. He learned something. Yeah, I learned something scared. today. He's, he stands on chairs and screams. Oh, man. He screams in general. Because, you know, the, I, I yeah. love that how you met Jose. Because I met Jose in a very similar but completely different way. Meaning, I did the 2011 Nationals. And I was peeled out of my head. And I didn't place well because I had actually lost size and whatever. And I'm, I'm walking off the stage like I'm done with prejudging. And I hear, I just hear this thick accent. Dusty fucking Henshaw, yeah. you were in shredded and he's screaming <laughs> and i look over i'm like who is this and it's jose who is a god in the sport i'm like why do you even know who i am you know and he's just yelling i don't care how you placed you were the most nasty shredded guy up there and i'm just sitting there going jose is yelling at me and this is our introduction and i don't think we yeah. actually met yeah. Like, I don't think yeah, I ever right. said, I'm Dusty. And then he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and I was great. like, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I met Jose at the Chicago Pro in 2018. Of course, I had known who he was for years and years, you know. And I saw him there, so I was like, oh, man, I want to get a chance to meet Jose. So I just, like, as a fan, was like, hey, man, my name's Scott, and I'm, you know, a big fan of you, blah, 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 loved everything you did. You know, took a picture, and then that was it. And then, like, later, we did a podcast, and that was right around the time that I recorded with you for the first time, Dusty. And when I mm -hmm. had him on, I was like, he was talking about how he had worked with somebody who was in that show. And uh, I was like, oh, so that's why you were there when I got to meet you at Chicago. And he, this is like in the first minute of us talking on the show. And he was like, I can't do the accent like you guys can. But it made it even funnier and more sarcastic. But he's like, no, oh. I came there so I could meet you, Scott. <laughs> that, was yeah, his, yeah, yeah. that was his response. No, I came to Chicago Pro so I could meet you, Scott. He's like, yeah, I was working with the yeah, client. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like Just the first thing he said. Just sarcasm yeah. on yeah. you. Yeah. Now we're going to start this show. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Yeah, oh, good yeah. stuff. Lots of characters. That's one of my favorite parts about the the whole bodybuilding thing. Like the characters I've met have been just you know. I just I think about how we they're characters because the culture doesn't. You know how if you work in like offices, yeah, everyone's behaving office like. Yeah, so yeah. you don't see like all the people you work with in like an executive professional setting. You don't really see a lot of their real side. But then in bodybuilding, it's different. They think of all the emotion around the competing and you see people at their best and their worst. So you really see their character and you see like the funny, oh, yeah. hilarious things of like you just it's just been it's a really great uh like a uh, wide spectrum shotgun blast of personalities. <laughs> like it's oh, yeah. you know, so yeah, it's one of the it's one of the funnest parts, you know. It is. So, I would agree. Yeah, including Jose, the chair stander. <laughs> Even when he's not Think on the show, he's times, on the show. How many? How many times, Dusty? How many times have you stood on a chair at an event and like held? 
from, from on your chair. <laughs> none. Yeah, none. <laughs> none. Okay, so you're at zero. And for the record, everyone, zero. I'm not tall, so. <laughs> right. You're, you're a zero. What about you, Scott? How many times not do you once. think you stood on your chair? Not, not once. once. No. Okay, no. So we're all zero. We yeah. all have a zero. Yeah. And I've seen Jose do it three times. I wonder, if our you wonder how many times members, has yeah. he done it. Have our audience members seen Jose standing in a chair? If so, comment. You know, we, we got to comment gotta, where or, you were when you saw Jose on a ch- chair. And of those times, how many photos. times did he have tequila in his hand? Yeah. And for the future, if you do see Jose standing in a chair, please DM me a picture of it. We'll get it on the show. It'll be like a meme. Okay. Okay. okay oh, thanks, so guys. good. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, and... Ring the bell. There we go. And remember, Think Big Bodybuilding Media Patreon. Keep a producer homed and keep the shows rolling. And uh, remember the IamMutant.com website where you can order everything from IsoSurge to All In. Everyone should get on the gear. IamMutant.com. Use the codes DUSTY20BIGRON20 for 20% off. Thanks to the last five-minute crew for sticking around for all the BS. We tend to sort of like <laughs> sprawl out towards the end and lose track of what we're doing. So we appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for the questions because you make it a, a lot more fun than when we have to sit down and, like, you know, what are we going to talk about? What's happening? Do we talk about the shows? No one comes to us for shows. We shouldn't waste our time talking about <laughs> <No>. shows. <laughs> you know, and then all that stuff. So, okay. Okay, thanks. Remember, it's just bodybuilding. Question. Do you think this should be the first episode or the second episode? Because this one was funny as hell. What do you guys think? I'd probably drop this one first. Because I don't know yeah. why, but it did just roll. It <laughs> was like out the gate with like performance medicine from there on out. Like it was just rolling. So yeah. performance medicine. That is a permanent thing we're gonna say. That was great. I, I just was instantly like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, it's the greatest <laughs> term ever. Your face okay. lit up like a kid on Christmas. It did. Like, it did. Oh, performance dusty, medicine. I, 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 this whole control the language thing. <laughs> this is how it's done. Yeah. This is how we're learning. Played. We're learning.